Hey, everybody. This is Pete Armand Grant and the Grapefruit Agenda, where we scrutinize, analyze, criticize, circumcise, and sometimes pulverize the news sources of the day. Why grapefruit? Because we're sweet on conservatism and sour on liberalism. Today's episode is Don't Dump Trump. I'm talking to you, news media. Newsweek, CNN, ABC, CBS, you know the, you know the culprits. But two days after, Trump gave an op-ed in the Newsweek. Newsweek is turning a little bit moderate. I can say that, say that confidently. So that the Dems are all pissed off at him because they're saying they're actually allowing Trump, Trump's speech to be in total in their magazine. His speech after the bombing in Israel, the, the savage invasion and the fake news of the, the hospital and all the lies from AOC and the squad. So he spoke out in an op-ed in Newsweek, and the Dems are outraged. So I've tried to find the speech. Now, this is two days later, and it was gone, gone from the Newsweek website, gone from any major news source. I'm um, looking at three of my conservative friends, and they failed to keep it up there. So it took some searching. I just have to tell you, so you don't have to read it or find it. Here it is. This is Donald Trump and his Donald Trump's Biden's weakness and incompetence strengthened Iran and Hamas. If you want to go find it, let me say it again. Biden's weakness and incompetence strengthened Iran and Hamas. This is 45. The barbaric and evil terrorist attacks on Israel are a horrific reminder that the world is safe when America is strong. But when we have a weak president in the White House, the costs can be greater than our worst nightmares. Again, super, this is Donald Trump. If we hope to prevent further shedding of innocent blood, the United States must learn the painful lessons of these savage atrocities. As we pray for the Israeli people in this hour of anguish and give them our complete and total support, we must also confront the absolute failure of the Biden administration, whose incompetence and ignorance invited this heinous and deadly assault on civilization itself. The only thing Biden is good at is the weaponization of the justice system against his political opponents. He's got to put the jab in there. The Donald's got to put the jab in there. He's always fighting. Multiple battles, multiple fronts. To continue, every step of the way, Joe Biden has empowered and emboldened America's enemies the world over, and clearly none more so than the terrorist group Hamas and their bloodthirsty sponsor, the villainous regime in Iran. When I left office, Iran was weak, broke, and desperate to make a deal. I told other nations, including China, that if you buy oil from Iran, you can't do business in the United States. Virtually all complied. Iran's terrorist regime was careening toward bankruptcy, hemorrhaging money, and could barely pay the salaries of their radical Islamic thugs. I hammered Iranian oil exports down to a record low. But then Biden came in, loosened my sanctions, and today Iran is producing more than 3 million barrels a day. Iran went from making little money under me to raking it in at least $80 billion a year under Biden. Iran knew that Biden was soft, foolish, and able to be pushed around the very moment he assumed office. In May 2021, shortly after Biden eased sanctions, Iran's proxy Hamas launched over 4,000 missiles at Israeli population centers. Iran paid no price. And then Biden sat back for nearly three years while the Iranian regime accumulated $70 billion in oil wealth to help fund its terror network around the world. Again, grapefruiters, this is the Newsweek appearance of the 45th president, Donald Trump. 
his op-ed in Newsweek. On top of all this, just last month, Biden unfroze $6 billion of Iranian money in exchange for hostages, a ransom payment that set a terrible precedent and put a bounty on the heads of innocent people all over the globe. Meanwhile, Iran and China strengthened ties with oil, oil deals worth hundreds of billions of dollars. Days ago, we saw the deadly consequences of these three years of breathtaking weakness and appeasement, the worst terror attack in Israel's history. Depraved savages rampaged through civilian communities, house by house, torturing, raping, and maiming innocent men, women, and children. They kidnapped infants and the elderly and took them hostage to torture them some more. They had children tied up and shot, babies murdered and burned. Now, Grapefruit is a big uh, controversy about who's telling the truth. All the all the hateful Hamas supporters out of the college, the college educated, those professors should be arrested, by the way. They should arrest the professors that are telling these sympathizers of Hamas these lies. And they're talking about the babies' heads and all these things. They, they just criticize the news because... Of course, they weren't taking babies' heads off and burning them. Who knows? Trump just said babies were murdered and burned. To continue, the tens of billions of dollars that Biden allowed Iran to accumulate are now being used by Iran to finance his mayhem and murder. Under my leadership, our approach was the exact opposite. The world was safe, peaceful, and calm because the United States of America was respected and strong. Can anybody argue with that, Grapefruiters? Have we got some argument? Do you have a rebuttal to the fact that we had the most peaceful four years, in like 100 years under Trump, in four short years? I obliterated the ISIS territorial caliphate. I terminated its founder and leader, al-Baghdadi. I devastated the senior ranks of al-Qaeda. I stood up to the corrupt Iranian regime like no president in history. I withdrew from the horrendous Iran nuclear deal. And I imposed the toughest sanctions on the regime. I eliminated Iran's terrorist mastermind, Qasem Soleimani, who was killing our soldiers and everyone else. We crushed the Iranian regime's finances and decimated their ability to fund Pharaoh's proxies like Hamas and Hezbollah. I also took a firm stand against Palestinian terrorists and terrorist sympathizers, cutting off hundreds of billions of dollars to the Palestinian authorities. When Biden took office, one of the first things he did was, re was reverse this policy and ship $235 million American taxpayer money to the Palestinians, despite warnings from within his own government that this money would be used to fund Hamas terror campaigns. He reportedly gave, even gave $100,000 to a Palestinian university that describes Hamas terrorists as righteous martyrs. 100000 I was proud to be the best friend Israel ever had in the White House. I kept my promise, recognized Israel's capital, and opened the American embassy in Jerusalem. I also recognized Israeli sovereignty over the Golan Heights. In addition, we negotiated the historic Abraham Accords, through which multiple Arab countries normalized relations with Israel, leaving in Iran increasingly isolated. What a difference a president makes. This is all Trump's original writing. I may have had some help from Miller or somebody else, but this is Trump in Newsweek. Three days ago, when I return to the White House, I will once again stand with Israel 100%. The United States will fully support Israel in defeating, dismantling, and permanently destroying the terror group Hamas. We will once again cut off money for UNRWA. That's monies to the Hamas, the corrupt UN agency that have been helping fuel this conflict for decades. This money comes from the UN, folks. And we're contributing billions to the UN. Trump continues, I will once again turn on American oil, unleashing American energy independence as we were just three years ago. In addition, I will immediately begin the process of building a state-of-the-art missile defense shield in America. Americans deserve an iron dome as well. Apparently, 
grapefruit is over in Israel. The dome is working, but not 100%. There's some rockets getting through, as we can see. But he liked to get uh, an iron dome. That's going to be ambitious. If you want to talk about a wall, how about, how about a dome over the entire United States, including Alaska and Hawaii? He's an ambitious man. He continues, we will restore the Trump travel ban on an entry by people from terror-plagued countries, territories, and places. And I'm looking elsewhere in the news today. Maybe we'll get time to look at the Associated Press expressing their confidence that there will be no refugees from Palestine coming to the United States. Uh, maybe they'll be coming in legally eventually. But he's banning refugees. I ban refugees from Syria. I ban refugees from Somalia and from all the most dangerous places in the world. Now, is this a Muslim ban? It's not a Muslim ban. It's a ban of predominantly Muslim countries because of the terror that's in those countries. It's not a Muslim ban, Democrats. We have some Democrats listening. So in my second term, we are going to expand each and every ban to keep America safe. We aren't bringing in anyone from Gaza or Syria or Somalia or Yemen or Libya or anywhere else that threatens our security. You compare that to Mr. Biden, folks. Compare that. We're not taking people from these terrorist countries. He continues, I also issued a historic rule proclaiming that no refugees would be resettled in local communities without their consent. There's news. We'll reinstate that rule on day one. Biden will poop his pants on day one. Day one, there will be some nasty trousers, wherever that may be, probably in Delaware, for Biden. Trump, next, we will implement strong ideological screening for all immigrants to the United States. No longer will we allow dangerous lunatics, haters, bigots, and maniacs to get residency in our country. If you empathize with radical Islamic terrorists and extremists, you're disqualified. If you want to abolish the state of Israel, you're disqualified. If you support Hamas or the ideology behind Hamas, you're disqualified. And if you're a communist, Marxist, or fascist, you are disqualified. In addition, we'll aggressively deport resident aliens with jihadist sympathies. Now, Grapefruit, is, as the other news source is trying to contend, 10 million people in this country, and they just can't find enough people on that terror watch list. They say, well, it was maybe 100, could be 150. If 10 million people are out there, poor, uneducated, don't know our culture, are invading our southern border, how many are terrorists of that group? Nobody knows. And yet the, the dem lunacy of the journalists say there may be a couple of hundred on the terror watch list. Not about anything, anything about it, not anything about the the Godaways, the Godaways. So likewise, Trump continues. Likewise, the mobs of pro-Hamas barbarians we saw in the streets of New York and other cities last week have no place in America. Jewish mothers and fathers should never have to send their children to school fearing that they will be shot or stabbed on a so-called day of jihad. Under my administration, we will proactively send ICE to pro-jihadist demonstrations to enforce our immigration laws and remove the violators from our country. Can you imagine, grapefruiters? We've got nice little cameras looking at these day of jihad protesters, and we can get ICE there, just tap them on the shoulder and say, excuse me, you're under arrest. Have we seen such things here? Not enough. Not enough. We will continue the process we started in my first four years of stripping citizenship from criminals, terrorists, and immigration cheaters and frauds. Finally, we will fully secure our border and begin the largest deep deportation operation in American history, including removing all the illegal aliens from countries that hate us and hate our values. Under Biden, terrorists and criminals are pouring in, are pouring in. We will stop them and remove them. With Biden, Iranian agents 
have also been running out Iran policy under a disgraced Iran envoy, Robert Malley, is an American citizen, grapefruiters, a Hamas sympathizer who has pronounced the terror group misunderstood. Allegedly due to Malley's influence, Biden's State Department and Defense Department were reportedly infiltrated by people with close ties to Iran in highly sensitive positions. This should be regarded as one of the greatest national security scandals in American history, but the fake news ignores it. Under my administration, we will hunt down and remove all Iranian spies, agents, or suspected agents from the United States government. They're in there. They're in there, people. I'm going to mention some names. How about Stephanie Powers? How about uh, the people that are the marionettes of Joe Biden right now? Susan Rice. How about, how about her? How about Obama himself? How about Obama himself? Sympathy for Hamas? I would, I would dare to say yes. This is how I, Trump, will begin to undo the terrible damage Joe Biden has done and the Biden betrayal of Israel. In the meantime, the entire world must stand with Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu and Israel's wartime government as they seek to defeat these murderous enemies. Under a Trump administration, Iran will once again be weak, Israel will once again be safe, and the United States of America will be stronger and more powerful than ever before. Donald Trump, October 2023. As promised, grapefruiters, as promised, grapefruiters, as promised, grapefruiters, Gaza refugees not likely to head to U.S. These are the statements from this is today's paper. This is October the 20th, okay? Uh, fake news, Associated Press, Will Weissert. Former President Donald Trump and other top Republicans want the U.S. to seal its borders against a potential mass exodus of Palestinians fleeing war. Hmm. We just went over that. This is today's news. So what is the obverse, the, the contrarian view? Who wants to ban the refugees? So this is reaching for your heartstrings. They want to ban the refugees. No, how can they do that? The poor refugees. So Trump has been the most outspoken on this issue. The former president, as we just learned, the former president vowed while campaigning in Iowa this week to bar refugees from Gaza and immediately expand a Muslim travel ban he imposed via executive order while in office. Now, again, what was that ban? It was banning countries who have the predominant population be terrorists. It's not a Muslim ban. It's a ban of countries. Okay. Pointing to the October 7th attacks and the taking of hostages by the Iran-backed militant group Hamas that sparked Israel's retaliation and war in Gaza, Trump also suggested in an online post that, the one I just read, the same people that raided Israel are pouring into our once beautiful USA through our totally open southern border. Oh no, that's, that's outrageous, a Democrat might say, reading this article from Associated Press. The name of the article, Gaza Refugees Not Likely to Head to U.S., as if you were afraid of that. So former Vice President Pence chimes in. He said, suggested, well, maybe we can bring the women and children. No, Mike. No, Mike. Mike, you want these terrorist wives here so they can bring the rest of the families like they're doing with the 20 million people have already entered, Mike? No. And of subtitle, could they eventually get here, the refugees from Palestine and whoever else wants to be on the, 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 Ham, the Hamas train? The Hamas train. The United States does accept refugees from around the world annually. But the process often takes years and ultimately admits relatively few people. In other words, they're assuming that refugees are going to be legal and that all people who come here across the border, wherever, are legal people. I'd like to talk about 
immigration that's total. It includes illegal. It includes legal, super legal, aliens, aliens from this planet and others. So during the last fiscal year that ended September 3rd, the U.S. aimed to admit 125,000 people, but ultimately only admitted around 60,000. This is legal immigration, folks. They're ignoring the border, south and north, ignoring the border, just concentrating on people who had actually made applications. The biggest number of resettled refugees came from Democratic Republic of Congo, Syria, Afghanistan, and Burma. Have you heard of those immigration applications, folks? Only 56 came from the Palestinian authorities. So they're softening up the blow, which seems to be implying that they're going to eventually invite these Palestinians to come here, but they're going to call them refugees. Again, this is AP. Many of the perceived threats Trump and other Republicans are most worried about, because we're just paranoid people. We're very afraid of everybody. Stopping are already addressed by existing U.S. law. Let me say that again. Trump and other Republicans are worried about stopping already addressed, stopping as refugees. It's already addressed by existing U.S. law. No, it's not. Not the illegals. The Immigration National, uh, Nationality Act already blocks persons extremist threats under Section 212. Well, when the people come across the border, do they have a big sign saying, I have a bomb? We don't think so. <coughs> Meanwhile, reports of extremists entering the United States by land from Mexico or Canada are almost unheard of. Really? They're almost unheard of. The extremists are almost unheard of. I can't believe that an Associated Press is going to try and sell this idea that there aren't many extremists coming across the border. That's not to say it couldn't happen, they say. Arrests for people crossing the border illegally from Mexico for the last fiscal year are expected to be the second highest on record ever, the previous year's 2.2 million. This is not alarming, though. This shouldn't be a headline. 2.2 million people crossing the border. Department of Homeland Security said in a national threat assessment this year that people with potential terrorism connections continue to attempt to enter the country. No sugar. They're attempting to come into the country. So, but arrests are down. Arrests are down because not that many terrorists are really been found. This is a compilation, a list of terrorists. The Terrorist Watch is a compilation of names that have been roused suspicion for any number of reasons. That includes people from all around the world. The increase in the number of individuals on it is also remains statistically small given the overall rise in migrants to apprehended on the border. So it's okay for millions and millions of people to come in. So if you get a couple of hundred that are on the watch list, that doesn't matter much. A couple hundred extremists, no problem. There's a strict national security vetting to determine whether individuals coming from anywhere in the world have ties to terrorist organizations, White House spokesman Andrew Bates said. Well, that makes me feel real nice. I'm safe. I'm safe because Associated Press says, even though there's 10 million people coming into the country, the potential terrorism connections, and this, the rate is very low. The threat is low. Don't believe them, grapefruiters. Don't believe them. This is the fake news. Donald Trump in Newsweek magazine. The same day, the same day I saw this article in Newsweek, I see an Associated Press article by name named Will Weissert. Headline, Gaza refugees not likely to head to U.S. Really? Trump, comma, others in GOP have called for a ban. Sounds like some scare tactics here. Associated Press. So they never had a good day with Donald Trump. This is another bad day. Washington. Former President Donald Trump and the other top Republicans want the U.S. to seal its borders against the potential mass exodus of Palestinians fleeing war in the Gaza Strip, suggesting 
that a surge of civilian refugees could allow extremists into the country. No, could it? Imagine two million Palestinians coming here. DeSantis is not going to pay for that. People fleeing the fighting are largely barred from getting out of Gaza, and U.S. law already gives authorities broad leeway to deny people entry into the country. Do they? So after the 8 or 10 million come through the southern border, we now have solidified our confidence that not too many extremists are crossing into the U.S. illegally. Because the journalists just won't cover it. AP won't cover it. This is all about legal immigration. Listen to this. Trump has been the most outspoken on this issue. The former president vowed while campaigning in Iowa this week to bar refugees from Gaza and immediately expand a Muslim travel ban he imposed via executive order while in office. He did not, grapefruiters, impose a Muslim travel ban again. These were people from different countries. They were free to come and go. And if you're from the countries that were banned, you might not have been a Muslim. But the predominant population of these countries were. And so we can see why he did this back in well, it was a couple of a couple of terrorist acts. By the way, when he was president, how many terrorist acts do you remember? I only remember one. I think it went in Santa Barbara. But AP is pounding their feet, expand a Muslim travel ban. So they're trying to dump this guilt on Trump. So the only quote in this, this is four, it's a whole half a page here in Associated Press. So the only quote they have in here is this. The same people that raided Israel, this is Trump, the same people that raided Israel are pouring into our once beautiful USA through our totally open southern border. But not once do they mention, AP, how many illegals are coming over that border? Illegal aliens. So could they eventually get here? Well, they're trying to be this mollifying, peaceful gesture. They're never going to get here, says AP. But we see that millions and millions of people coming over. In fact, I'll get to the numbers. But during last fiscal year, that ended September 30th. The U.S. aimed to admit legally, doesn't say legally here, admit 125,000 people, but ultimately only admitted about 60,000. Well, maybe they're down on illegal or legal, <laughs> legal incoming people. But these resettled refugees, the biggest number of re they call them resettled refugees, not illegals, because this is legal immigration. I'm only concerned with legal immigration. They don't even recognize the illegal immigration. So the biggest number of resettled refugees came from the Democratic Republic of Congo, Syria, Afghanistan, and Burma. Only 56 came from the Palestinian territories. 56 people out of 125,000. Okay. They're the ones that we know. <laughs> There's the ones that came in legally. They don't say anything about the illegal people crossing the border. We continue with the Associated Press. Many of the perceived threats Trump and other Republicans are most worried about, God, how irrational they should worry about the 10 million people, are already addressed by existing U.S. law, are they? So the laws are working down in Arizona and Mexico and, and New Mexico and Texas and California. They are working. They already block, they block people who are extremist threats under Section 212F which gives broad authority to bar people who aren't U.S. citizens from entering the country, if doing so would be detrimental to the interest of the United States. So do they have a questionnaire at the border? Do they give a questionnaire and they have to answer in 120 dif different languages? Do they actually authenticate their backgrounds? Can they, can they sign a paper that I am not an existential threat? Do they do that? No, they let them in. Take a picture. And they let them in. Meanwhile, AP continues. Meanwhile, reports of extremists entering the United States by land from Mexico or Canada are almost unheard of. Really? So 
The people on the terrorist watch list are not an existential threat, although they're on the terrorist watch list. Okay, so that's not to say it couldn't happen that these people from Gaza get here. Well, of course not. Arrests for people crossing the border illegally from Mexico for the last fiscal year are expected to be the second highest on record after the previous year's 2.2 million. So that's not kind of scary. That doesn't make you nervous. No, they couldn't have that many extremists or people on the terrorist watch list being in detriment for Gaza refugees coming here. So maybe this actually is in reverse. Gaza, Gaza refugees are likely to head to the U.S. because there's no extremist threats. Arrests of people who crossed illegally from Mexico and were on the terrorist watch list, known as the terrorist watch list, the screen, here they call it, the terrorist screening data set. Never heard of it. Jumped to 151 from October through August compared to 98 during the previous 12-month period and 15 the year before. Are they saying that there are only 151 people on a terrorist watch list, which are, which are a couple hundred thousand, eh, 10,000? So over the last 12-month period, they only got, got a couple, 151. Okay, it was just 11 in the previous four years combined. Now, why would that be? The previous four years? Oh, when Trump was president. Okay, but the list is a compilation of names that have been aroused. They've aroused suspicion for any number of reasons. They could have typhoid. They could play chess badly. They could be bad people of hygiene. It's, we don't know exactly, but the increase in the number of individuals on it also remains statistically small. Are they really statistically? How do you know, AP, Associated Press, how do you know that the people who are terrorists are statistically small, given that there's 2 million people? In a, in a year, the increase in the number of individuals remains statistically small. People, this is the enemy. These are the people who are dumping Trump. These are the people who, who cancel Trump's speech. These are people who hide his op-ed. These are the people who want to dump Trump any way they can, just like the prosecutors, just like the Dep Department of Justice, just like in Georgia, New York, Florida, and D.C. These are the people dumping Trump. Quote, here's the last, the last, last word comes from Andrew Bates, a White House spokesman. There is, quote, there is strict national security vetting to determine whether individuals coming from anywhere in the world have ties to terrorist organizations. People, this is called bull, what is, what is it? What does he say? Bull puppy, bull pucky, bull pucky. So when we see that Trump makes his speech in Newsweek, we're encouraged. And then the AP comes right back and says, Gaza refugees will not likely head to the U.S., even though we have very few terrorists coming here. So when they start to dump Trump, when you see, we have to reveal the stuff that is undumped. We're undumping on Trump, okay? Whenever you get a chance, see how these people in the mainstream media are dumping Trump people. This is journalistic impersonation. They're impersonating journalists. All right, enough. Mr. Trump, trying his best. He's in sympathy with Israel. He's done his job against Iran and the Palestinians, and he's up to their tricks. He knows what's going on. I believe it. Are there factual errors? Maybe they're a little mean, maybe a little strident, maybe a little caustic by Mr. Trump. But I've given him the benefit of the doubt. This is Mr. Norman Grant, Pete Norman Grant, for the Grapefruit Agenda. Hope you squeeze in another Grapefruit Agenda as soon as you can. See you next time, Grapefruit. <laughs>